Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord some praise today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for waking us this morning in our right minds and right spirit. We thank you, Father, for this beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us today, watching over us throughout the night and providing for us, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God. Father, we ask that you be in us today as we read through this word. Help us to understand all that we read. Give us, Father, in our hearts, minds, and spirits, the things that we need to nourish us, to inspire us, and to keep us going. And Father, let us be a beacon of light unto others who are also in need, and who are craving for your word, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God, for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. 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 All right, everyone, we're going to get started in Numbers, the book of Numbers, chapter 27. We are now talking about the five, uh, the daughters of uh, Zephiad, um, they were the ones that were listed, uh, we were talking about them before I left uh, last week, um, and I said we would get to them, and sure enough, they're, they're in this chapter 27, so let's move on. Uh, the daughters of Zephiad son of Hepher, the son of Gilad, the son of Macra, the son of Mazanah, belonged to the clans of Manasseh, son of Joseph. Um, the names of the daughters were Mahala, Noah, Hagla, Mitchka, and Chirza. And they approached the entrance to the tent of meetings and stood before Moses, Eleazar the priests, the leaders, and the whole assembly, and said, Our father died in the desert. He is not, uh, he was not among uh, Korah's followers who banded together against the Lord, but he died for his own sins and left no sons. Why should our father's name disappear from his clan? Because he had no sons. Give us property among our father's relatives. Moses uh, brought their case before the Lord. And the Lord said to him, What's, What Zelophehad's daughters are saying is right. You must certainly give them property as an inheritance among their father's relatives, and turn their father's inheritance over to them. Uh, say to the Israelites, If a man dies and leaves no sons, turn his inheritance over to his daughter. If he has no daughters, give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brother. If if he, his father 
had no brothers give his inheritance to the nearest relative in his clan, that he may possess it. This is to be a legal requirement for the Israelites, as the Lord commanded Moses. Okay? So they did receive their inheritance. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain in Abram Range, Abram Range, and see the land I have given the Israelites. Abarium range. Abarium. Okay. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people, as your brother Aaron was. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of sin, both of you disobeyed my commandment to honor me as holy before their eyes. These were the waters of Marabesh Kadesh in the desert of Zin. Moses said to the Lord, May the Lord, the God of the spirit of all mankind, appoint a man over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in. So the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take take uh, Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay hand and lay your hand on him. Have him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly, and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority, so that the whole assembly so that the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar, the priest, who will obtain decision for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had him stand before Eleazar the priest in the whole assembly. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord instructed through Moses. Chapter 28. The Lord said to Moses, Give this command to the Israelites and say to them, See that you present to me. At the appointed time, the flood for my offerings made by fire. The food, sorry, the food for my offerings made by fire. As an aroma pleasing to me, say to them, this is the offering made by fire that you are to present to the Lord. Two lambs a year old without defect as a regular burnt offering each day. Prepare the lamb in the morning and the other at twilight, together with a grain offering of a tenth, a tenth of a ephah of fine flour mixed with a quarter of a hen of oil for pressed olives, from pressed olives, that is, the regular burnt offering 
instituted at Mount Sinai as the pleasing aroma and offering made to the Lord by fire. The accompanying drink offering is to be a quarter of a hen of fermented drink with each lamb. Pour out the drink over Pour out the drink offering to the Lord at the sanctuary and prepare the second lamb at twilight along with the same kind of grain offering and drink offering that you prepared in the morning. This is an offering made by fire and an aroma pleasing to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, make an offering of two lambs a year old without defect toward, uh, together with its drink offering and grain offering of two-tenths of an ephah, a fine flour mixed with oil. And this is the burnt offering for every Saturday. In addition, every Sabbath, in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its drink offerings. Um, on the first of every month, present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram and seven male lambs a year old. <coughs> okay, so we're getting, <clears throat> what we're getting into here is the feast days. First is the Sabbath, <clears throat> and then uh, <clears throat> the others are the feast days, and each one will tell you what's important about it, and in some cases, why you're supposed to celebrate. Some are way important and some are not so important. Okay? All right. Let's get back. <clears throat> okay, so the one we're reading at the moment is a monthly offering. Okay, uh, so this is once a month they would do this. Okay, so it says on the first of the uh, on the first of every month, present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, on the ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without the all without defect. Uh, with each bull, there is to be a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. With the ram, a grain offering of two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. And with each lamb, a grain offering of ten-tenth uh, of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. This is for a burnt offering, a pleasing aroma an offering made to the Lord by fire. Uh, with each bull, there is to be a drink offering of a half of a hen of wine with the ram, a third of a hen, and with each lamb, a quarter of a hen. This is the monthly burnt offering to be made 
at each new moon during the year besides the regular burnt offering with its drink offerings one male goat is to be presented to the lord as a sin offering now next one is passover and as we know passover is next month and this is one of the high holy days as we call it one of the most important uh, on the 14th day of the fifth month, the Lord's Passover is to be held. The 15th day of this month, there is to be a festival for seven days eat bread made without yeast. On the, on the first day, hold a sacred assembly and do not uh, regular work present to the Lord, an offering made by fire, a burnt offering of two young bulls and one ram, seven male lambs, a year old, and all without defect, with, with each bull prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. With the ram, t uh, two-tenths, and with each of the seven lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. And prepare these in addition to the regular morning burnt offerings. In this way, prepare the food for the offering made by fire every day for seven days as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. It is to be prepared in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its drink offerings. On the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do not and do no regular work. Okay. So, um, that was Passover. Okay, let's move on to Feast of Weeks. On the day of the first fruits, another high holy day, when you present to the Lord an offering of new grain during the Feast of Weeks, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Uh, present a burnt offering of two young bulls and rams and seven male lambs a year old as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. With each bull, there is to be a grain offering of, of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, with the ram two-tenths, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth, including one male goat, to make atonement for you. Prepare these together with their drink offerings in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its grain offering, and be sure the animals are without defect. Next High Holy Day, Feast of Trumpets. On the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no, do no work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets as the aroma pleasing to the Lord, prepare a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs, a year old, all without defect. 
with the bulls prepare a grain offering of, of three tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with all, with the ram two tenths, and with each of the seven lambs one tenth, including one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. And these, in addition to the monthly uh, monthly and daily burnt offerings with their grain offering and drink offerings as specified. They are offer- offerings made to the Lord by fire, a pleasing aroma. Day of Atonement, the most sacred, holiest day of the year. Okay? Uh, this is the day we fast and pray. Okay, no food, no working. On the tenth day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly. You, you must deny yourself and do no work. Present as an aroma pleasing to the Lord a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old, all without defect, with the bull prepared a grain offering of... Three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, with the ram two-tenths, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the sin offering for atonement and the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. That's a lot of offerings from one day. Okay, Um, next is the Feast of Tabernacles, okay? Another holy day. Uh, One of the 15th day, on the 15th day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do do no regular work. Celebrate a festival to the Lord for seven days. Present an offering made by fire, as a as aroma pleasing to the Lord, a burnt offering of thirteen young bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs a year old, all without defect. Now, mind you, that's a lot of meat in one day, right? But you had a lot of people. Remember when we were reading off the censors of how many men there were, never mind the women and children. <laughs> the men was 600,000 something, right? So even though it seems like a lot of meat, it actually wasn't because, you know, you break it down between the people, the men that they listed plus the wives and children. It was basically enough to cover everybody. Um... Okay, let's move on. Um, 14. With each of the 13 bulls, prepare a grain offering or three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. With each of the two rams, two-tenths, and with each of the 14 lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offerings with this grain offering and drink offering. On the second day, prepare 12-year 
uh, 12 young bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offering and drink offering according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offerings with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the third day, prepare 11 bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls and rams and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified, including one male goat as a sin offering. In addition to the regular burnt offerings with its grain offering and drink offerings. On the 14th day, on the 14th day, prepare 10 bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With the bulls and the rams, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number of specified. Include one. I see. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offerings with this grain offerings and drink offerings. On the fifth day, prepare the nine bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the burnt rams, lambs prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the numbers specified include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offerings which is grain offerings and drink offerings okay um do on the sixth day okay we're on the sixth day now um Prepare six bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare the grain offerings and the drink offerings according to the number specified, including the one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular bird offerings with its grain offering and drink offering. On the seventh day, prepare seven bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs a year old. All that without defect. With the bull, with the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare the grain offering and drink offering. Huh, excuse me. Hmm. According to the number sacrifice uh, specified, Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offerings with its grain offerings and drink offerings. Uh, on the eighth day, hold an assembly and do not do no regular work. Uh, present an offering made by fire as an as aroma pleasing to the Lord. A burnt offering of one bull, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old all without defect. Uh, with the bull, the ram, and the lamb, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings 
according to the number specified. Uh, include one male goat for sin offerings in addition to the regular burnt offerings with its grain offerings, the drink offerings. Uh, in addition to what you vow and your free will offerings, prepare these for the Lord at your appointed feast, your burnt offering, grain offerings, and drink offerings, and fellowship offerings. Moses told the Israelites all that the Lord commanded him. Okay. That was your offerings. Now we're going to talk about Making vows. Okay. Um, Moses said to the head of the tribe of Israel. This is what the Lord commanded. When a man makes a vow of the Lord or takes an oath to obligate himself by a pledge. Now listen very carefully to this because it's still prevalent. He must not break his word but must do everything he said. When a young woman will uh, when a young woman still living in her father's house makes a vow to the Lord, obligating herself by pledge, and her father hears about her vow of uh, pledge but says nothing to her, then all her vows and every pledge by which she obligates herself will stand. But if her father forbids her when he hears about it, None of her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. The Lord will release her because her father has forbidden her. If she marries after she makes a vow or after her lips utter a rash promise by which she's obligated herself and her husband uh, hears about it but says nothing to her, then her vow or her pledge by which she obligates herself will stand. But if her husband forbids her when he hears about it, he nullifies the vow the obli uh, that obligates her, that obligates her or the rash promise by which she obligates herself. And the Lord will release her any vow or obligation taken by a widow or a divorced woman will be binding on her. Okay. Any vow or obligation taken by a widow or a divorced woman will be binding on her. If a woman living with her husband makes a vow or obligates herself by a pledge under oath, and her husband hears about it and says nothing to her and does not forbid her, then all her vows or pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. 
But if her husband nullifies them when he is about them, then none of the vows or plagues that or pledges that came from her lips will stand. Her husband has nullified them, and the Lord will release her. Her husband may confirm or nullify any vow she makes or any sworn pledge to deny herself. But if her husband says nothing to her about it from day to day, then he confirms all her vows or pledges or pledges binding on her. He confirms them by saying nothing to her when he hears about them. If, however, he nullifies them sometime after he hears about them, then he is responsible for her guilt. There are the reg- These are the regulations the Lord gave Moses concerning relationships between a man and a woman and between a father and his young daughter still living in his house. Um, The Lord said to Moses, Take vengeance on the Midianites for the Israelites. After that, you will be gathered to your people. So Moses said to the people, Arm some of your men to go to war against the Midianites and to carry out the Lord's vengeance on them, and send and send into battle a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. Okay, um, hold on, I lost my place. Uh, okay, after that, we will be gathered, you will be gathered to people. So Moses said to the people, arm some of your men to go to war against the Midianites, and to carry out the Lord's vengeance on them, sending into battle a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. So the twelve thousand men armed for battle, a thousand from each tribe, were supplied from were supplied from the clans of Israel. Um, let's see. Moses sent them into battle, a thousand from each tribe, along with Phinehas, son of Eliza the priest, who took with him oracles from the sanctuary and the trumpet for signaling. They found, uh, they fought against Midian as the Lord commanded Moses and killed every man. Among their victims were Elvi, Recham, Zu, Her, and Reba, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, son of Puri, with the sword. The Israelites 
captured the Mennonite women and children and took all the Mennonite herbs, flocks, and uh, goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Mennonites had scattered, as well as all their crops, uh, all their camps. They took all the plunder and spoils, including the people and animals, and brought the captives' spoil and plunder to Moses and Eleazar the priest. And the Israelite assembly at their camp on the plains of uh, on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Uh, Moses, Eliza, the priest, and all the leaders of the community went to meet them outside the camp. Moses was angry with the officers of the army, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds who returned from the battle. Have you allowed all the women to live? He asked them. They were the ones who followed Balaam's advice and were the means of turning the Israelites away from the Lord in what happened at Puri, so that a plague struck the Lord's people. Now kill all the boys and kill every woman who has slept with a man. But save for yourselves every girl who has never slept with a man. All of you will have killed anyone. All of you who have killed anyone or touched anyone who was killed must stay outside the camp seven days. On the third and seventh day, you must <clears throat> you must purify yourselves and your captives. Purify every garment as well as everything made of leather, goat hair, or wool. Then Eleazar the priest said to the soldiers who had gone into battle, This is the requirement of the law, that the Lord give Moses gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, lead, and anything else that can withstand fire must be put through the fire, and then it will be clean but it must also be purified with the water of cleansing. And whatever cannot withstand the fire must be put through the water. One of the uh, seven day, on the seventh day, wash your clothes and you will be clean. Then you may come into the camp. Okay. Mm. The Lord said to Moses, You and Eleazar the priest and the family heads of the community are to count all the people and the animals that were captured. Divide the spoils between the soldiers who took part in the battle and the rest of the community. For the soldiers who fought in the battle set apart as tribune for the Lord, one out of every 500, whether person, cattle, donkey, sheep, or, or Lord's, uh, sorry, donkey, cattle, or goats, 
Take this tribune from their half share and give it to Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part. From the Israelites half selected one out of every fifth, whether person, cattle, donkey, sheep, goat, or other animals. Give them to the Levites who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eleazar the priest did as the Lord commanded. Moses, the plunder remained from the spoils that the soldiers took was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkey, and 32,000 women who had never slept with a man. The half share of those who fought in the battle was 337,000 sheep, of which the tribe of the Lord was 675,000. 36,000 cattle, of which the tribute for the Lord was 72. Uh, the 72,000, sorry. 72. Okay. Three thirty thousand five hundred donkeys, of which the tribute for the Lord was sixty-one, and sixteen thousand people, of which the tribute for the Lord was thirty-two. Moses gave the tribe of Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part, as the Lord commanded Moses. Uh, the half belonging to the Israelites, which Moses set apart from that of the fighting men, the community's half was 337,500 sheep, 36,000 cattle, 50,500 donkeys, and 16,000 people. From the Israelites, half Moses selected one out of every fifth person and animal. And the Lord commanded him and gave, uh, gave one out of every fifth person animal. Okay. Uh, and the Lord commanded him and gave them to the Israelites, who were responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. Then the Lord, who uh, was over the units of the army, the commanders of the thousands and commanders of hundreds, went to Moses and said to him, Your servants have counted the soldiers under our command, and not one is missed, is missing. Okay. So we have brought as an offering to the Lord the gold oracles each of us acquired. Armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and bracelets. To make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Moses and Eleazar, the priests, accepted from them the gold, all the craft, crafted oracles, all the gold from the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. That Moses and Eleazar presented a gift to the Lord weighing 16,750 shekels. Each soldier had taken plunder for himself. Moses and Eleazar, the priests, accepted the gold from the commander of twelve uh, the commander of a thousand 
and the commander of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meetings as a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord. Uh, the Reubenites and the Gadonites, who had very large herds and flocks, saw that the land of Jazer and Gilgad were suitable for livestock. So they came to Moses and Eleazar, the priest, and to the leaders of the community and said, uh, Okay, so they came to Moses and Eleazar, the priest, and to the leaders of the community and said, Ataroth, Dibon, Jazer, Nephora, Hezbion, Elalai, Seaman, Nebo, and Beyond. The land the Lord subdued before the people of the land are suitable for livestock, and their servants have livestock. If we have found favor in the eyes, they said, let this land be given to your servant as our possession, and do not make us cross the Jordan. Okay. So Moses said to the uh, the Gladites and the Reubenites. Excuse me. Okay, so that's on the other side. That's on a that's on the Arabian soil, Arab nations. Okay, Gladites and Reubenites. Shall your countrymen go to war while you sit here? Why do you discourage the Israelites from going over into the the land the Lord has given them. This is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kedash Barim to look over the land. After they went up to the valley of Escrow and viewed the land, they discouraged the Israelites from entering the land the Lord had given them. The Lord's anger was aroused that day, and he swore this oath. Because they have not followed me wholeheartedly, not one, not one of the men twenty years old or more will come up out of Egypt with and see the land I promise and owe to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not one except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Canaanite. And Joshua, son of Nun, for they for they followed the Lord wholeheartedly. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he made them wander in the desert forty years until the whole generation of those who had done evil in his sight was gone. And here you are, a brood of sinners, standing in the place of your fathers and making the Lord even more angry with Israel. If you turn away from following him, he will again leave all this people in the desert, and you will be the cause of their destruction. Then he came up to him and said, We would like to build 
pens here for our livestock and cities for our women and children. But we, uh, but we are ready to arm ourselves and go ahead of the Israelites until we have brought them in their place. Meanwhile, our women and children will live in the fortified cities for protection from the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every Israelite has received his inheritance. We will not receive any inheritance with them on the other side of the Jordan because our inheritance has come to us on the eastern side of the Jordan. Okay. Then Moses said to them, If you will do this, if you will arm yourselves before the Lord for battle, and if all of you will go armed over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven his enemies out before him, uh, then when the land is subdued before the Lord, you may return and be free from your obligations to the Lord and to Israel. And this land will be your possessions before the Lord. But if you fail to do this, you will be sinning against the Lord. And you may be sure that your sin will, be, will find you out. Build cities for your women and children and pens for your flocks. And do not, and do what you have promised. The Canaanites and the Reubenites said to Moses, "We, uh, we, your servants, will do as our Lord commands. Our children and our wives, our flocks and herds, will remain here in the city of Gilad." But your servants, every man armed for battle, will cross over to fight before the Lord, just as our Lord says. Then Moses gave orders about them to Eleazar, the priest, and Joshua, son of Nun, and to the family heads of Israel's tribe. And he said to them, if the glit- if the, if the, Gladites and the Reubenites, every man armed for battle, cross over the Jordan with you before the Lord. Then when the land is subdued before you, give them the land of Gilgad as as their possession. But if they do not cross over with you armed, they must accept their they must accept their position with you in Canaan. The Gladites and the Reubenites answered, Your servants will do what the Lord has said. He will cross over before the Lord into the Canaan, uh, into Canaan armed, but the property we inherit will be on this side of the Jordan. Then Moses gave to the Gladites and the Reubenites and half the tribe of Mezana, son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, the king of Bashan, the whole land with the cities and the territories around them. 
The Gladites built up Gibeon, Aras, Aror, Ataros, Shaphan, Jaza, Jagabah, uh, Beth Nimra, and Beth Haran as fortified cities and built pens for their flocks. And the Reubenites built Hishbon, uh, Ella, um, Ella, and Kiraham, Kirathom, as well as Nebo and Balmion. These names were changed. <laughs> and Sibma, they gave names to the cities they rebuilt. The descendants of Machari, son of Manasseh, went to Gilgad, captured it, and drove out the Amorites who were there. Uh, so Moses gave Gilgad to the Machronites. the descendants of Manasseh, and they settled there. Uh, Jair and the descendants of Mazanah captured their settlement and called them Havaoth, Ja'ar, and Noboth captured Kenneth and its surrounded settlements and called it Noboth, after himself. Okay, I think we're going to stop here today. And we'll pick up tomorrow uh, at the capture. Um, they're going to take over, I think, Moab next. Okay. Um, so now for the Next couple of readings, we're going to be talking about the lands that they capture and take over for themselves. Okay? All right, everyone. This is Ms. MacMillan. Hope you have a blessed evening. God bless and good night.